This is the Storytime Seedlings Podcast. We're two children's librarians from the Milpitas Library sharing our storytime expertise to help parents grow young readers. I'm Lauren. I do the babies and the preschooler story times on Thursdays. And I'm Heidi. I do the toddler story times on Tuesday mornings. Our theme is Silly Stories. And now, here are some books we read in story time. This book is called Let's Sing a Lullaby with the Brave Cowboy by Jan Thomas. It's been a long day on the range, and now the stars are out, and it's time for little cows to go to sleep. Cowboy has a lullaby to sing to help them sleep. It's time for little cows to rest their heads. It's time for little cows to go to bed. It's time for little cows to sleep so tight. It's time for us to say, (gasps) Cowboy can't finish his sweet lullaby because he sees some scary things that turn out to be not so scary, like the hairy spider that was really a flower and a snake that was really a stick. And... A wolf that was a wolf. But wait, even wolves love lullabies? You bet. Listen as Cowboy sings everyone to sleep. Good night in this silly book by Jan Thomas. Cow is grazing in the pasture one day when she notices the farmer has posted a for sale sign on a cute little red convertible. She decides to go on a joyride through the countryside, driving faster and faster and faster until crash! She wrecks into a police car. This book is called Moo by David Rochelle and illustrated by Mike Winotka. Throughout the book, the only word used is moo. As you're reading, you need to use different intonation to express the emotion or what is going on in the scene. You can get really silly with this one, and your toddlers and preschoolers will love it. Time for some silly songs and finger plays. This is a rhyme or chant called Tiny Tim. It's about a little turtle, and um, at the end, when we have the bubbles, you can make a circle with your hands, and then make your bubble bubble, get bigger, and we're going to clap to pop the bubble. Ooh, that's the fun part. Are we going to do this a couple times, Heidi? Yes, we are. Okay. I had a little turtle. His name is Tiny Tim. I put him in the bathtub to see if he could swim. He drank up all the water. He ate up all the soap. And now he's homesick in bed with bubbles in his throat. Oh, bubble, 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 pop! Yay! Let's do it again. I had a little turtle. His name was Tiny Tim. I put him in the bathtub to see if he could swim. He drank up all the water. He ate up all the soap. And now he's home, sick in bed, with bubbles in his throat. Bubble, 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 pop! This rhyme is called Anne Mariah, and it's a traditional rhyme that has been 
updated for today. And it's a way for children to get the sense of a rhyming scheme and anticipating what comes next. So Heidi and I are going to do it together. Anna Mariah jumped in the fire. Fire was so hot, she jumped in the pot. Pot was so small, she jumped on a ball. Ball was so round, she jumped on the ground. Ground was so flat, she jumped on the cat. Cat was so scared, she jumped on a chair. Chair was so big, she jumped on a pig. Pig was so pink, she jumped in the sink. Sink was so narrow, she jumped on a wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow was so red, she jumped into bed. Good Good night, night, Anna Mariah. So this is one that we can do uh, multiple times. They'll be able to pick up on the rhyme and fill in the blank. Exactly. So like Lauren modeled, you can say the first two lines and then leave a a little space for your child to fill in the rhyme. But give them a few seconds. Right, and even if, if they don't get it at first, that's okay. You just give them a chance. You might have to do it a few times. But children are very astute, and they do pick things up, and they know it when it's a game. They want to chime in. Once you do it about three or four times, they'll pick up on the rhyme and be able to fill it in. And we have the the entire rhyme on our blog post. Yes. You can download our PDF. With little pictures to help with the rhyme scheme. This is a flannel board story that we use in story time called The Five Little Elephants in the Bathtub. With a surprise ending. I yes. love it. Yeah. So you can use your fingers to count up the elephants. One, two, two three, three, four, four five. five. And we're going to pretend that we're putting the elephants in the bathtub and that they're going for a swim. So you can swim with your arms. Swim, Pretend swim. like you're Yay. going through the water. And then we're going to say knock, knock. And when we say knock, knock, you're going to slap your knees twice. And then we'll say splash, splash. And when we say splash, you clap your hands twice. Splash, splash. And then we'll say, come on in. And you can motion, come on in with your hands. hands. All right. One elephant in the bathtub going for a swim. Knock, knock, splash, splash, come on in. Two elephants in the bathtub going for a swim. Knock, knock, splash, splash, come on in. Three elephants in the bathtub going for a swim. Knock, knock, splash, splash, come on in. Four elephants in the bathtub going for a swim. Knock, knock, splash, splash, come on in. Five elephants in the bathtub going for a swim. Knock, knock, splash, splash, they all fell in. That's a big mess. This is a traditional rhyme called... I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee. It has several different verses, but with the little ones, we usually just do the first verse a couple of times, and it goes like this. Get your hands ready. We're going to catch a bumblebee. Catch it with your hands. All right, we caught it, Heidi. Hold your bumblebee now, and as we sing, we're going to move our hands to the the rhythm of the song. Okay, here we go. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to take it home. I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee. Won't my mommy be so proud of me? I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee. Ouch! It stung me. I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee. Won't my mommy be so proud of me? I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee. 
Ouch! It stung me. Let's let it go. This is a finger play that is very popular and very fun and silly. It's five little monkeys jumping on the bed. Okay, hold your hand up. And with your other hand, you'll bounce your palm up and down like your monkeys jumping on the bed. And one jumps off. You pull one finger up and dive it down. Boom. And then bump your head. Then make a phone with your other hand and talk into it like you're talking to the doctor. And the doctor says, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. Okay? Make sure you shake your finger. That's right. Exactly. You ready, Heidi? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell down and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Four little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell down and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Three little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell down and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Two little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell down and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. One little monkey jumping on the bed. He fell down and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. How many little monkeys are left jumping on the bed? Hmm. Zero. Finally, just for parents, early literacy tips and commentary. Today, Lauren and I want to share some silly stories, finger plays, and books with you in honor of April Fool's Day and share why being silly is really important for pre-literacy. Absolutely. And all of life, I would say. I love to laugh. How about you, Heidi? I do too. That's why we're good (laughs) friends. (laughs) (laughs) Making me laugh already. (laughs) Being silly and having a sense of humor is very serious business. This morning, actually, at the baby story time, I was speaking to the caregivers. There were moms and dads and grandparents there. And the talking about humor and how babies really do appreciate a sense of humor, even at a very young age, and you know, smiling and tickling, they do respond. And how that is the beginning of shaping a child's brain. It's a gift to share these silly moments with them. And it becomes part of um, their greater, again, their greater experience in life and how they view things. Because sometimes life gets hard and it gets over serious. So you need a good sense of humor to get through. Yeah, when you are having fun and you're lighthearted, um, it can really help with learning too. And with your long-term memory, it kind of, when you're laughing, it can kind of open up those pathways in your brain and you are able to absorb information and that helps when your children are learning how to read when they're older too. If, if you find books that will make them laugh, they're more likely to enjoy reading. Absolutely. You're going to make it association of, of fun. I mean, work, it's work to learn how to read 
and by providing a sense of joy and spontaneity and silliness, it takes away some of that tension. You know, a child's trying to learn. Some kids, it's harder than for others. But still, there's all this stuff going on. They're trying to learn. They're trying to process. And they're trying to please their parents or their teachers. That can be a big stress on them. So humor helps. It's like a balm, right, on our sense of uh, seriousness. Yeah, when you're able to um, read something that you really enjoy and that makes you laugh, it might help build your comprehension, too. Right, and I, I mentioned also, speaking of story time, I also um, spoke to my preschool parents this morning and the fact that being silly with our kids and having them be able to shift into a mode of, of silliness will take a lot of pressure off and... Kids these days, you and I, Heidi, have talked about this, about how different it is for children going to school. There's so much uh, stress and pressure right away. There's more expected of children at a younger age with academics. Lauren, did you know that when you laugh, the blood flow in your brain increases? That's why I'm so smart. <laughs> and I it will relieve tension and help you focus. <laughs> oh, I don't know about focusing, but it, you know, my brain is pretty full. We've had so much fun with silly stories to hear something extra, a song. And a story. This song is called Down by the Bay. Down by the bay, where the watermelons grow, back to my home, I dare not go, for if I do, my mother will say... Did you ever see a goose kissing a moose down by the bay? Down by the bay, where the watermelons grow, back to my home. I dare not go, for if I do, my mother will say. Did you ever see a whale with a polka dotted tail? Down by the bay, down by the bay, where the watermelons grow, back to my home. I dare not go, for if I do, my mother will say. Did you ever see a fly wearing a tie down by the bay? Down by the bay, where, where the watermelons grow, back to my home. I dare not go, for if I do, my mother will say. Did you ever see a bear combing his hair down by the bay? Down by the bay, where the watermelons grow, back to my home. I dare not go, for if I do, my mother will say. Did you ever see llamas eating their pajamas? Down by the bay? Down by the bay. Where the watermelons grow. Where the watermelons grow. Back to my home. Back to my home. I dare not go. I dare not go. For if I do, my, my mother, mother will say. Did you ever have a time when you couldn't make a rhyme? Down by the bay. Hey! hey. This is a play Lauren and I are going to do for you called... Little Little Blue Blue Riding Hood. Hood. And we would like to dedicate this to our former supervisor, Karen Armandirez, who retired recently this year. And was known for this story. She would perform it as a puppet show by herself. And the kids loved it. So we're going to have fun with it as a little play between me and Heidi. For you, Karen. 
This is the story of Little Blue Riding Hood, performed by Lauren and Heidi. Lauren, can you tell me a story? Sure. I hope you like Little Blue Riding Hood. Don't you mean Little Red Riding Hood? Mm, I suppose so. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Little Green Riding Hood. Red. Yes, I've read the story. Now, don't interrupt, Heidi. That's not what I meant. You called her Little Green Riding Hood, but her name is really Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, picky, picky, picky. What's the difference? I like green better than red anyway. So do I, but you should tell the story the way it really is. Oh, all right. Have it your way, Heidi. One day, Little Red Riding Hood went to school with a bushel of apples for her teacher. No, no, no. What's the problem? I called her Little Red Riding Hood. But you got everything else wrong. She was supposed to go to her grandmother's house with a basket of cakes. Oh, all right. Little Red Riding Hood went to her grandmother's house, and she met a giraffe. She met a what? A giraffe. You know those funny-looking animals with very long necks? I know what a giraffe is, all right, but that's not what Little Red Riding Hood met. Of course it wasn't. I remember now. She met a rhinoceros. You are mixed up. Little Red Riding Hood didn't meet a giraffe or a rhino. Then it must have been a skunk. No. Good, because skunks stink. P.U. Lauren, Little Red Riding Hood met a wolf. Oh, yeah. And the wolf said to Little Purple Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, the wolf said, How now, brown cow? No, he didn't. The wolf said, What do you have in your basket, little girl? So then, Little Orange Riding Hood... Little Red Riding Hood... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Red Riding Hood said, I have a cabbage in my basket. She did not. She said, I have cakes in my basket. Yeah, that is what she said, isn't it? (laughs) So then... The wolf burst into song. Happy birthday to me. The wolf didn't sing happy birthday. But you said little what's-her-color had all those birthday cakes in her basket. They weren't birthday cakes. They were plain, ordinary, everyday cakes. Then what did the wolf sing? The wolf didn't sing anything. You are so mixed up. Lauren, you better tell me a different story. (laughs) Okay. Once upon a time, there was a girl who went to a house in the woods that had... Three coyotes living there. You know, Curly Locks and the three coyotes? No, no, no. It's Goldilocks and the three bears. And they had cheeseburgers. Oh, no. Here we go again. Oh, Heidi. (laughs) I was just teasing you. Let me tell you a true story. Once upon a time, there were two children's librarians named Lauren and Heidi. And they loved to tell silly stories. The The end. end. And that's it for now. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. See you in story time. Be sure to check out the blog post for this episode. And this includes the PDF of the Thinker Place that's available on the blog post. That's www.sccl.org slash kids. Thanks for this episode to freemusicarchives.org with Scott Holmes Music. Thanks also to jbrary.com, funnysongsforkids.com, Natsy Whetstone, the author of Little Blue Riding Hood, 
and Judy Sierra, the, old, oh, the author of Multicultural Folktales for Children. <laughs> 